0: Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. After a two-week break, we're back and uh, not much has happened, unless you're a cat, uh, to discuss the events of the last couple of weeks, which are, to my reckoning, three games and a cat beating. Uh, to discuss those, it's uh, Jim Grant, as always. Good evening.
1: Sorry, Hello there.
0: Everything all right there?
1: Yes, good, thank you.
0: And uh, in front of an excellent background and sporting a pair of giant gaming-style headphones, it's our good friend Phil Pitt.
2: Hi, good Phil. You How are we doing? You okay?
0: Yeah, not too bad. How are you?
2: Not so bad, thank you. Very good. busy, but always happy to take a break and talk football.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, um, Jim, you've uh, been to a couple of those games that we discussed. Uh, we, you went to-, to Kidderminster and you went to Leicester. Yeah, it's Um, all those games, yes. Yeah. I wonder whether we should start talking about Leicester and sort of gently work back... And work our way back. Fold the other ones into it, really. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, I think the headline for those is that... I I think there's a sort of feeling that we're we 're sort of possibly one beating away from from a potential wheels falling off situation mm. what we 're doing is um, <laughs> that isn 't happening you know we um, we won at Kidderminster um, we we beat Watford and we drew at leicester and uh, that 's not a comprehensive loss of wheels at all
1: really um, no, no, but there is a, there is a s- there is a slight feeling that they're kind of wobbling a bit, you know, that there's yeah, the definitely. old nut or bolt has, has popped out. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you couldn't really argue that we're playing with across those games with, uh, a great deal of fluency or, you know, um, persuasive <laughs> attacking style. Um, mm. on the other hand, um, you know, we haven't defended bad too badly in, in, in those games. Um, I actually, first half against Leicester, I thought, you know, we were all right. I thought we, the, the game was sort of working out quite nicely yeah. for us. I mean,
0: um, we'll talk specifically about the game in a sec. I mean, I, I think, um, I don't know what you think, Phil, but, I, but I, I sort of don't, I don't feel like there would be a sort of comprehensive taking down of the lights after Christmas under David Moyes. You know, um is last of his three premiership seasons with us and uh, Kerbishley's last <coughs> were very... It was a real characteristic that we kind of stopped playing uh, in the new year and that in a way, I think it was the Kerbishley season, results around us just kept us in tenth. We were unable to shift upwards or downwards, no matter how shit we played. <laughs> um and I think under Moyes, you know, we're going to pick up, re- we'll still pick up results, you know, and I don't think it'll be a sort of complete collapse.
2: I think it's a, it's a management mentality as well. Uh, Moyes was uh, or has been uh, a competitive manager, you know, at the top. He was worked with Everton for so long, we we're constantly competing top four, top six. So he knows what he has to do to to get a team there and to keep a team there. And um, it is all about that team mentality, whereas someone like Allardyce, for example, um, I think it was a case of come Christmas, after Christmas, he was still full up with pints of wine and, and gravy, wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that was, that nice was fine so. to take your foot off the gas somewhat. And I think Kerbisley would just, I'd just bless him. I think he was out of his depth. Um, great manager for Cholton, but what did he what did he succeed in doing was keeping them in the league effectively yeah. and being combative. Yeah. Um, we needed more than that. And it, obviously, it was great for an old face to come home, but uh, dear me, some of the football under him was was dire, wasn't it? I right,
0: agree, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, again, it's it's to what extent the wheels can fall off. I don't... For me, at the beginning of this season... It would have felt like consolidating last season's efforts if we finished comfortably top half, never threatened with getting sucked into a relegation scrap and, you know, playing a bit of decent football. And I think we could, well, you know, I think we almost certainly will get out of this season with those things intact. I would have taken, you know, eighth or something. The amount of time we spent in the top five makes it more and more compelling as the season goes on to sort of half dream of, you know, champions Mm. league qualification. But I, you know, I, I wonder if our team, you know, it certainly doesn't have the squad depth after that transfer window, but, um, you know, I
1: think think context is so important, isn't it? You're absolutely right. You, You know, if you, if you go back to the start of the season, um, uh, we'd be very, very, very happy to be where we are in terms of uh, you know, qualification for the Europa League last sixteen and uh, current league position, and some of, in particularly in the early part of the season, some of the some of the results against some of the teams we've we, we've played. Um, it's just um, I've got sympathy for those people who feel that what we've just gone through is a sort of it was a potential inflection point at, at which you know we were in a position to really possibly push on and show some ambition. And my slight concern is that ending up, you know, uh, with with having had a decent season, positive goal difference again, top half and so on. um, uh, When actually we were in a position around Christmas to, to really show a bit of ambition uh, and sign one or two players just, just to give that, that momentum and that just sense that um, the message to the to the good players that we want to hang on to, that we are we really do mean business, yeah. and there's a sort of yeah. slight suspicion that it, an opportunity is for one reason or another. I don't necessarily want to go around sort of playing the kind of do we blame the board, do we blame Moyes or whatever game. I just think it, it, I, I hope I'm proved wrong, but it feels like maybe an, another case of an opportunity missed, and we we've seen so many of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: fun. I mean, we as as Jim says, we had the opportunity to I don't think we wanted to get in too many faces, um, because we didn't want to upset the Apple cart in terms of team spirit and blending people in. Um, we had people coming back as well. I mean, obviously, um the people at the African Cup. Uh, Antonio keeps going away to Jamaica and coming back. So that's gonna to add to sort of that tiredness and and a bit more of the recent kind of stuttering performances against uh but we could have done that we all know where we could have strengthened um was that bid for phillips for example was that a real bid was that paper talk uh was that a preemptive bid because you know we'll be cashing in on Declan come the yeah. end of the season i i i don't know um i think moise is canny enough to make a move like that um and also, you know, Suchek, has he gone off the boil? Is it because he's been restrained and told to play a bit more defensively and let, let Declan bomb on a bit more? I don't know. But again, there's we could have really done with two or three people in um, to see some of the names bandied about literally in the last day or two of the transfer window. Why do we always do that? Is that a case of him, argue, you know, Is Moys arguing with the board. Mm. Look, we need to get it. We need to have that money. Let's push on the board being reluctant. They somehow think if they leave it late, they'll be able to cash in and get people for a cheaper amount. You know, I don't think unless a, a, in January, especially, unless a team is desperate to either offload a player or, or get the money in, then that, is a, that's a bad tactic. That actually, the, it's the reverse of that. You end up spending more. And Moise has famously come out and said, look, I'm not just buying to, to bulk out the playing list no, here. No, you know, no, no It's got to be the right people. I mean, We've got to push I, on I, I, with each of with those I,
1: I, I think that's a very refreshing attitude. It's just that, oddly enough, it was that sudden, you know, bandying around of sort of names and wild bids going all over the place that made you think, ah, oh, Actually, this hasn't gone to plan. This window, in fact, um, and it's all very well him saying, um, uh, you know, I'm happy with the squad I've got and so on and so forth. But you know, we we've been worried about uh, you know uh, a kind of long term kind of tiredness using a few, you know, the, the, a small number of players, and, and, and they are starting to run out of gas a bit. Um, and you can pick a number of them. You could use to mention Sujet, but I would say. More obvious cases are Antonio himself and mm. Sufal in, in particular. Sufal is rapidly turning into Sebastian Schemmel. I mean, mm. uh, he was dreadful on on uh, on the weekend. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just a bit of a worry, that's all. I, I think you're right, Phil. I think we're, we're always in games. We're not going to lose, you know, we, we're going to keep grinding out results. We'll, we'll pick up some points. But y- you've got to imagine that, that one or two of those teams below us, who are also kind of dropping points, to be fair, not yeah, not flying, um, is is going to go past us. Warriors oh, definitely, are... definitely.
0: Well, I mean, I think you know, sort of a, at this point, last season we were possibly ahead of Chelsea, Liverpool, and Spurs. And I think we, you know, there was one of these where we were talking about how many we thought would go past us, and I think I said all three, but in fact, we managed to keep Spurs at bay. But clearly. Yeah. Multi millionaires, Chelsea and Liverpool, of course they ended up going past us in the end. Of course they did. Of course they did.
2: You've only, you've, as Jim pointed out earlier, look at the goal difference. I mean, I've got it here in front of me yeah. now City 47 plus 47, Liverpool plus 42, <laughs> Chelsea plus 30. And then there's little old us with plus, plus 11, 11, which is, yeah. you know, for us, it's pretty that's, good. Yeah. For us, for that's that's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the, it, it, if you look below good. that as well, Man United plus six, Arsenal plus nine. That's the only one that doesn't really fit that pattern. Everyone else kind of slowly tails off. So, you know, we're we're there on merit, certainly in terms of, of, you know, defense and attack. But But
0: these little sort of recent little clutch of games, um, uh, it was interesting, Jim and I, we messed up, didn't we, uh, uh, after the Kidderminster Harriers game at the Watford one? And um, I had watched the Kidderminster. Harriers game on TV having heard the result and having heard quite a lot of sort of complaints about how badly we played and I sort of watched it (laughs) fast forwarding it a bit because I knew the score anyway and when I saw you, I said that I didn't think it was as catastrophically an awful performance as people were, you know, tweeting in real time as they were watching it and putting on Facebook as they were watching it. I sort of thought, yeah, we, you know, we, we've got 70 plus percent of possession, we just can't sort of stick it in the net. We're sort of playing okay. They are playing out of their skins. The man of the match was a central defender who just threw himself in front of everything. And it was, you know, we won 2 in the end and it, it, you know without without saying it was sort of champagne football which clearly it wasn't it, it also wasn't quite the sort of catastrophe that, 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 you know, you could put a construction on a 2-0 win of saying, you know, it was absolutely awful, it was terrible, but it was a win in one of those games. And in a sense, it also feels like it's the people that's going that are going, I want to stay in this tournament because it's the magic of the FA Cup. It's the magic. Of, <laughs> part of the magic of the FA Cup is that lowly teams play well against you. This tournament is so magical. We've got to stay in it. And we only won that game 2-0. I'm furious. because oh, I want to stay in this tournament. It was just magical. You know what I mean? It's like...
1: <laughs> well, yeah, some of us some of us go back to it and remember, you can remember Emily, a very similar sort yeah. of struggle against similar sort of ranked uh, opposition. Um, it is always difficult. It was, a, you know, it was a great day. I, I I enjoyed it. It was the magic of the cup in, in many ways. Great tight little ground, uh, good atmosphere, you know, a tiny bit. I mean, you know, it, it's that kind of being forced into playing in conditions that, that, you know, um, you're not, that, that you're not suited to and so on. And, and you know, we, uh, we did struggle against them and they played, they played fantastically well, but mm. objectively from around about an hour on in, into the game, um, we, we, you know, we did dominate, we did dominate, we did, you know, objectively just watching it as a pure game of football between two elevens, We did deserve to go through, um, yeah. it's not a great achievement in a sense no. because of the quality of the opposition, but the idea that, uh, you know, there were people sort of saying, well, you know, Kinnaman's deserve to win the game in pure objective terms. I don't think that's true, but um, it was, it was a great event. It was, you know, and and testimony to the way we hang in. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, West Ham teams of old would have gone out, you know, but we knuckled down the, the skipper just kind of, you know, Rolled his sleeves up and and grabbed
0: yeah. the game, you know. Four hours, yeah, terrific, mean, terrific through ball. That oh, was
1: great. That yeah, was, we, we, club, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, the fact that we had to bring on the likes of Rice to get past them, yeah. is is one of those points that almost could be embarrassing. But when he came on, it showed. As as Jim said, it showed a fantastic turnaround <laughs> in mentality. Uh, yeah. He wanted to get the ball forward. He wanted to pick people out. He wanted to make forward runs himself. Whereas we were competent. Content rather to to like tap it around them for for a good sort of yeah 30, 20, 30 minutes trying to break them down as if they were almost the Premiership team you know we kind of yeah. lapsed into our our mindset I guess but um, I, I I don't know Go, listen at the end of the day it is the magic of the cup I love the FA Cup it's one of my favourite competitions I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm used to us getting a good gub in from teams like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice to come out the other end with a win. As gutting. If I was a kid, I'm into the Harrier fan, I would have been absolutely gutted. But, you know, it is what it is. Our class shone through in the end. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I absolutely uh, agree with all that. Yeah. These games have been. Uh, um, you know, absolutely the opposite of champagne football. The Watford game, we sort of huffed and puffed. The uh, Leicester game, we huffed and puffed. And um, uh, I actually had a draw in a sweepstake at work for the uh, Leicester game. So in a way, it was a it was a bitters, bittersweet draw because uh, that's what I had. But I was just, um, we lost it. But you know, to come out of that game with a draw was was good for us. And we didn't play particularly well against Watford, but got a goal in the last minute of the game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. On, Jim, I mean sorry. Well, I was going to say that they were very different games. I mean the Leicester game for you know as a game of football was a much much better more entertaining game. It was interesting tactically and the way it shifted from the first half to the second half and 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 but you know like I say I think in the first half we we were we 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 had them where we wanted them in a way and we and we looked um you know c- constantly threatening and 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 pressed well and and you know that they, they play a style of football that that suits us doesn't it allows us to to counter attack watford yeah. hard, you know sat back hard to break down it was a it was a it was a miserably dour game and as you say we huffed and puffed our way to to a win with a sort of slightly slightly lucky goal although you know um in both cases i thought Substitutions made made a difference. Lanzini yeah. definitely improved us against Watford, and it was his, you know, progressive through ball to Bowen that led to the to the chance. We'd been too much sideways passing before then, and Ben Rama made a difference when he came on, um, started taking people on, having shots uh, against Leicester.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, you know, um, I thought Fredericks looked good when he came on. You know. Um... I think if it is is the case that Souffal needs a bit of a rest or something, because, you know, as you say, he doesn't quite look like the player he was, um, I sort of think Fredericks, you know, may well be champing at the bit. Um, You know, I think he'd like to, you know, whether it's a question of putting himself in the shop window or, um, you know, sort of forcing his way back into the team, he'd like that.
1: Well, he offers you a bit of pace, which you sometimes need. I mean, Harvey Barnes... Did an absolute number on Soufala. He destroyed him down that side. Mm-hmm. And our right-hand side, in a way, is turning into a bit of a problem because I think one of the one of the um, uh, one of the sort of unintended consequences of Bowen being a more impressive attacking threat, playing a little bit more uh, in off the wing and cutting in a little bit more and linking up a little bit better, is that he's doing a little bit. Less of the defensive work that he was notable for when he first came into the side, um, and 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 b- being exposed a little bit more than than was perhaps the case in the past. So sides look to come down our, our right at the moment. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a problem, um, I think. Yeah, yeah. Defensively,
0: yeah. I think you're right.
2: Yeah, I'd like to. I'd, I want to see Soufoul given at least the, an, another couple of games. To be oh, honest, definitely. before yeah. the, the hammer swings. Um, for for Fredericks to come in, but we know he's got it in his locker. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's just looking a bit tired. Like, let's not forget, we've not got great squad depth. No, uh, we've had key players out with this, that, and the other, and um, and we're playing in so many competitions. You know, those European games, for example, they came along really at the right time when we were still quite fresh and were able to 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 win them out and, and and top the group, thankfully, if we'd have finished second, we'd be struggling in these follow up games now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah. I just hope that we do get uh, enough of uh, a bit of a respite, you know, between now and and the next sort of round, because I really want us to to progress well there as well. You know, it's it, it's it's great pedigree for us, sort of being in Europe, but um, you know, these these Premiership games are coming thick and fast, aren't they?
0: They are, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and there are what I was gonna
2: say, sorry Phil, what I was yes. gonna say is like in the in, in the games which is covered, Watford, uh, Kittyminster, Kitty Minster Harriet. No, Kidder Minster, sorry. <laughs> uh, and and uh, there was the the football isn't zipping around as much. The no. the passes aren't as crisp, they're not as fast. we we're, we're holding on to the, the ball individually and sort of running around a bit more with it, whereas like Jim said, when you get the, the likes of Lanzini coming on, they're getting their heads up straight away. They're getting the ball out of their feet straight away, and they're looking to make those passes. And it it, it inspires the rest of the team to move the ball about uh, uh, around a bit quicker. Against Kiddermint if we'd soaked up that initial, you know you're going to get that initial pressure for about 20 minutes, half an hour. Mm. But after that, if it had been a case of, right, come on, guys, let's just knock it around them. Let's wear them down. And you know 20 minutes from the end, we could have been about three or four nil up but we yeah. didn't we just played at their pace we played at their level almost um we need to we need to look at ourselves i think it's probably tired minds as well as tired legs perhaps
0: yeah yeah definitely uh, and they you know they are sort of taking turns to be tired aren't they it's sort of a, yeah. um since his sort of um Little absence for the team. You know, I think he was rotated out for maybe one or two games um, because of Lanzini's return. And then his COVID, Fornells, um, yeah. came back into the team off the bench in a game a few matches ago and made a real difference. Possibly the Kidderminster one. Um, mm. But might have been one before that. Uh, but then by all accounts, Leicester, he started that and was... Sort of just not not quite the lanzini you you you'd like to see <clears throat>
1: again, struggled a little bit, yeah, um four hours as well, um I, you know, yeah, I think there is a sort of collective um, kind of loss of mojo going on, um but as you say we've got we're resilient they're the, the, the well organized um you know, and, and we hang on in, in, in games, you know, so we've always got a chance. We've always got a chance to set pieces. Um, you know, uh, it's it, yeah. You know, I don't expect things to kind of catastrophically fall to bits. I really I really don't. But I, I, I do feel we're probably not, you know, we're not looking at as, as an impressive second half of the season as first. Well, talking, this, of, then,
0: uh, yeah. talking of catastrophe, uh, <laughs> if this was a really shit, if we were shit... I would say we'll talk about catastrophic things after the break, but I won't say that. But we'll just take a little break for this message. Welcome back. Well, at the beginning of the (laughs) Leicester game, there was a a very last-minute substitution, uh, Jim. Um, uh, He'd come out in the warm-up, hadn't he? Zuma had come out in the warm-up.
1: Yeah, I was probably still in the pub when the warm-up oh, was, right, was right, going on. Right, right. Yeah, so I didn't see that. But um, yes, yeah, because we we had we thought Zuma was playing, and then when we got to the to the ground and yeah, the team was came, out, it was it was Diop. Yeah, yeah, we, he was you know, on the BBC. To be fair break. had a decent game, Diop. Yeah, um, to be yeah. Fair to I him. mean,
0: it's this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um... You know, I mean I guess we'll come to Diop in a minute, but uh so yes, so now this thing happened that 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 in the inter we haven't done a podcast since since the Zuma Zoomer gate happened. Um it sort of put the club in the newspapers <coughs> as much as it put Kurt Zuma in the newspapers. Um, um yes. I thought there were some very unfair reactions on social media. Um, Directed at, at a, you know both the club and at David Moyes, I uh, thought of incredibly unfair, um, unfair assessment. So yeah. do,
1: you, do you think he was right to pick him for, for, for um, the game? Well, what I
0: think, what I think is that. Um, you know, social media and the mainstream media, and the mainstream media is sort of slightly influenced by what happens on social media. Now, loves a pylon. Social media loves a pylon generally, but uh, this, you know, the the you know the, the the awful thing that Kurt Zuma did, and you know, make no doubt, it's an awful thing. Um, People were just looking to conflate that with bad behavior from the club. So when Moyes made that decision, he may as well have kicked that cat himself. The sort of rage was extraordinary. But the reality is that the. Uh, and, and what annoyed me was that people like Gary Lineker, uh, who tweeted sort of furiously about, you know, what a bunch of cunts West Ham United and David Moyes are, you know, just incredibly irresponsibly, I thought, uh, and, you know, yeah. public figures, newspapers, you know, Football pundits were paid to know a little bit about what's happening with each club in the, in the Premier League. Michael Richards was like, you know, it's disgraceful. They should have dropped him. I don't know what they were thinking, not dropping him. Well, this is what they were thinking. We've only got two functioning central defenders. So he picked them both, and one of them happened to be Kurt Zuma. You know, for me, David Moyes, and he, David Moyes said this, has a sort of obligation to um, participate fully in the Premier League as a competition. You know, if you willfully field a weakened team you're doing what people do when they're in the thrall of Malaysian betting syndicates, you know, deliberately kind of throwing a game of football. If we had lost that game against Watford, what would the teams around Watford in the relegation scrap have to say about that? Because when that happens, when teams field weakened teams against teams that are either looking, you know, to progress or not to uh, be relegated, there's fury. There's fury. So, I, I mean, I think he had an obligation to um, the Premier League as a competition and to mm. sort of, you know, without being too melodramatic about it, football and sport in general. I don't think yeah, he had a choice.
2: I'm sure Sheffield United would have been on the phone for another £25 million, wouldn't yeah, they?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think, also, just to finish that off, I think if we yeah. had forfeit defenders, Moyes would have absolutely have dropped him. Definitely. There's no if, doubt about
2: it. If Diop hadn't have been absolute dog shit against yeah. Kilimanjaro, yeah, he, would
1: have, he wouldn't and,
2: have played. No, he and looked played.
1: mentally shot, didn't he, after yeah. that game? Um, I, I, I think those are very interesting. i particularly the one about about um, you know weakening the team. However, um, I think the thing about the media pylon is that it was utterly predictable um, and should have been foreseen. I I, I think. I beg to differ I think he shouldn't have picked him on Tuesday I think it was a mistake, and I think uh, but I on the other hand, I think basically the board you know our supposedly you know business guru uh vice chairman you know I think sh- sh- she should have got got a grip on it and said look until there's some kind of clarity about where this is going um, for for everybody's sake, I think it's going to be going be better to um, it'll be a PR disaster and it and it has and it has turned out to be that i think um, and i was saying you know a few weeks ago i was sort of saying oh isn't it nice that west ham are starting to be get back to that position where people quite like us neutrals quite like us it's like you kind of you know starting to to be a bit of a kind of people's second favorite club again uh, well that's gone down the pan i mean it's it's it, it, it's 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 been damaging for the brand without without uh, any question from a purely kind of business point of view? I'm not sure it's done Zoomer much good either. Um, I don't know whether it's you know this this sickness in inverted commas that meant that he. Uh, um, uh, dropped out was, was was purely physical, or whether he must be must be feeling the squeeze a little bit, I I, I would have thought that had particularly sympathy
0: for him. We don't, want him, <laughs> we don't him particularly want him to feel good, do we? Uh, you I know, know, um, it's, yeah, it's, I mean... You know, I, I, think I think it was as much of a punishment to throw him out there and face the booze as it was to drop <laughs> him. I mean, you know, in a way, if there's a perception of, of Kurt Zuma as a kind of sort of morally lacking human being with, you know, sort of evil intent, surely giving him a a rest instead of having to run out onto a football pitch and play football for 90 minutes on a Tuesday night is probably exactly what the lazy, feckless scumbag would want, you know.
1: Okay, well, I mean, the other thing I'd chuck into that is that um, uh, it undoubtedly heated up a situation where if, if he wasn't picked some of the heat would have come out of it. We would have been less of that media target we've seen. And there would have been less now of this kind of sort of counter that's going amongst the kind of young uh, fans. So the song that was being sung uh, oh, yeah. very, very loudly when we returned to St Pancras uh, in people's faces as we walked down to, towards the tube by these young lads, um, a lot of people are going to find very, very... What was um, it?
0: I didn't, I didn't, I just heard that um, something
1: was I'm not going to repeat the words of it, but it is a oh. song about, um, uh, it's the It's the Aaron Cresswell, it's the My Old Man's a Dustman song, yeah. Kurt as magic, he wears a magic hat if you throw a cat at him, uh, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and um, you know, that's going to wind people up. I mean, the whole thing, it's already made, the news, you know. Um, so the thing is kind of, kind of, it's, it's, it snowballed in a way that it didn't really need to. And we could have taken some of the heat out of it by being seen by most people to have done the, the right thing, which was to just just, just just wait and see where the whole thing was going to go. I think he should have been dropped for that period of time, personally. Well, but I think, I, I, I think your arguments are, are, are interesting. I, I think
0: that. Moyes agrees with you, uh, but Moyes pitted because we only had two fully functioning central defenders. You know, and uh I think you know I think he I think he sort of had a right to make a footballing decision, and you know he said all the right things in the interview, he said you know very i thought very astutely he said, we can't understand what Kurt Zum has done, and it was no. a, absolutely extraordinary, you know things similarly to." <laughs> Uh, without getting into the I mean, you sort of understand what, you know, Jimmy Savile and Harvey Weinstein did, but I don't really understand what Louis C.K. did, though it was really, really bad. It was just incredibly mad. I can't imagine what Kurt Zuma was doing and I can't imagine what his fucking brother was doing. Either. No, no, absolutely. And I can't That's imagine why they posted it on social media. The whole thing is bewildering to me yeah. and, you know, really hateful and yes, totally. fucking scummy.
1: I, I, I just, just to be finally absolutely clear, I'm not being, I'm not criticising Moyes. I think that decision should have, the club should have acted. It's, you know, you've got people who run the club. It's a bigger than just a footballing decision. It should have been taken out of his hands. I, I, I to a certain extent, I agree with you. If he's, if he's, if he's, you know, if he's been not told not to do it, what's he supposed to do? Yeah, he, he, he could take cop. The other way, if we'd have ended up losing the game and you know Diop scored an own goal or something like that, and I, I get I, I get that, um, I just think at these points, you know the the pylon was predictable. I just felt it would have been nice for us to have just 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 assume some sort of moral high ground or yeah. high, issue, you know, as a club.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was clearly no communication between. Karen Brady and Moyes over the No, and I think
1: that's, that, that reflects badly on her, not on him. Yeah. That's, my,
2: that's my point. Ultimately, I think Moyes has told them, listen, I'm making the footballing decisions in this club. I don't want any more cheap South American imports that I don't know anything no. about. No. And I think what they've done is gone, oh, OK, David, we'll, 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 we will back away. We'll let you do it because you're doing such a stunning job. And then what they haven't done is gone, hang on, this... This falls really outside the norms of running a foot- yeah. the footballing yeah. side of things. We yeah. need to have a word with you, David. You know, yeah. ultimately, the, there is nothing football-related about what what's occurred here. There's going to be some disciplinary. There's definitely going to be some blowback. Let's calm everything down. Take yeah. him out the spotlight, you know, as much as we can. Don't play him. Don't travel with the squad. Just say he's getting his head right. Um, we've had a word with him. You know, he's he's penitent and, you know, like yesterday's fish and chips paper, we'll wait for this to die down in a few days. That's all it had to happen. I mean, for crying out loud, if someone can allegedly, allegedly rape and threaten to kill their girlfriend mm-hmm. and gets investigated very, very quickly by the police, and that can be yesterday's news within probably about 48 hours, then I'm damn sure that this could have could have gone the same okay. way, but I'm not okay. condoning it at all. No. You know, as a lifelong, you know, you know, pet owner myself, that it sickened me, but ultimately people come from different backgrounds, come from different classes. You don't know, I'm not making any excuses here, but people treat situations and things differently. You know, now, what a, I mean, there's a famous case in in the states of a, an American, I think it's an American footballer or a baseball player who was actually running a dog fighting ring, oh yeah, and yeah. served his time, done seven years in prison or something, and came back and carried on and finished his career, and is one of their major commentators now as well. Now, <laughs> I don't I don't think Kurt's going to get away with that one somehow, No, no. but. You know, and I'm uh, I'm not holding each up to the light and, and comparing them, but le- let's just say that at some point the club had to see that there was going to be such a huge blowback about this that they say, right, David, he's got to come out of that game. He can't play. Oh, you know, we will. Let's see the way the wind blows in time for our next fixture. But this one, oh. put just playing him, play him to one side. But as, yeah. as Phil said, if he hadn't have been, if. Um, If Diop hadn't have been so tragically awful in the previous match, (laughs) I don't think it would have even been a consideration. I think he would have done it.
1: Well, that's why I say, you know, fair play to him because he he stepped up on, um, on Sunday and did all right.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the deal is with Diop. Uh, you know, it's like, I've been in sort of, you know, debates on Facebook groups. Well, only really our one. But uh, who there are people that refuse to admit that he was ever good. He's always been shit, said someone. Uh, ever That's present true. in that Pellegrini season. Ever present. The first... Mourinho
2: wanted him for 70 mil when he was yeah, at Man United. Yeah.
0: It's clearly... You know? Is clearly not always been shit. It's ridiculous. Um, I just think his decision
2: making is 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 the real, you know, Achilles' yeah. heel for him. He can head a ball. He does actually jump to head a ball for a tall centre back. That's quite unusual at times. Um, he can play a pass. I mean that 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 ball out for uh, for oh, Bowen against yeah. Leicester is prime example of that which I saw a load of Leicester fans arguing and moaning about, but that's classic Vardy. You know, knock it over the top and run onto it. So I don't know what they're moaning about too much. But yeah, so we know he can play. It's just that decision-making process.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think that that's... But but that does seem to... Uh you know, fade in and out. He just has sort of catastrophically, he's incredibly inconsistent, isn't he? He has very bad games and then he'll have really good... He's had good games this season in those Thursday night European games and, and, um, you know, sort of cup games. As, uh, as understudy to our main central defenders, he's played really well. I wonder I mean, whether he's just, you know, I think I might have said this before on the podcast, that the Pellegrini team was a very attack-orientated team and maybe he's just not very good when you um, play against a team that's going to sort of press you and, and the idea is you hit them on the break, you know, or... Yes, maybe. Maybe it's just he's better in... Other styles of football, he might be better in a kind of continental setup.
1: He know. might. I, th- I think, I think Phil's right though. His head's a bit scrambled at the moment, you know, yeah. and his decision making is not, is is not great. He's always not. I always think he's not actually for a tall man. He's not a good header of the ball, particularly a defensive header of the ball. He scored some decent goals with his head, but um, he 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 made one absolutely appalling,ly badly timed defensive header against Kidderminster which led to their first um, shot on target, if you remember, before they scored. Um, I wonder whether, though, in a broader picture with the, with the defensive side of things, whether, um, you know, the loss of Ogbonna, who was um, uh, left-sided, you know, um, uh, you know uh, Diop played his best football not on the left side of the, of, of, of the mm-hmm. central defence. Um, Dawson clearly could only really play on the right we have got Zuma, who can play on the on 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 the left. Um, so I think I think you know to a certain extent he is being. It seems odd to talk about a central defender this way, but he is sort of being played out of position, isn't he? A little, a little bit. yeah,
0: a little bit. Yeah. Um,
1: and you've got to, you know, yeah, and that seems to me, you know, all the more remiss not to have brought in a left-sided, yeah. central defender in the window.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> Zuma thing and Bonner's. Yeah, uh, you know, injury, yeah. and then Diop's extraordinary loss of form really pointed at you know getting someone in, and yeah, a failure to do that, which did seem to happen. Kind of, there was that guy we were after for pretty much the whole window, wasn't there? And that, I yeah, Marseille, yeah,
1: they mm-hmm. couldn't
0: get that across the line on um, on the last day of the window. But I mean, they they should have had a couple of backup choices. I mean, I think we really did need someone, only because like even not. Necessarily down to the quality of the current three that we have, but injuries, you know, there's half a season to go, you know, yeah. including those European games. There's we're, we've got, you know, we could easily have another kind of 20 games to go still. And, you know, and
2: I mean, Og- Ogbon is the wrong side of 30 now, isn't he? He's 32, yeah. isn't he? 33 this year. Older than that. No, he's Anselm.
1: older than that. Anselm, yeah. is he? about 35,
2: I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well. So, yeah.
1: I mean, he might um, not come back. I mean, you know, those are difficult. We've we've seen people really struggle to come back with those. um, Winston, appreciate ligament injuries. Yeah, you know, uh, it it can be very difficult. I hope, you know, I hope he, I hope he does because he he's 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 been fantastic for us, particularly over the last couple of seasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah,
0: difficult difficult to find a bargain like him. I think. yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I think it's precarious. You can see it. You know. If Dawson breaks his leg in the next, God forbid, in the next in the next game, we are really up against it, aren't we? Yeah. Really, you know. Um, well, so it's it's a position we'll with, of attrition as well, isn't it? Rice playing at centre yeah. half, aren't we? And that that really will hamstring us as, an, as a as a in other, in well other or
0: Kral or the mysterious Kral oh, or the kids, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Elasi, yeah.
1: yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those positions
2: where you're going to pick up bookings and red cards and and, yeah. and injuries as well. <coughs> so you need to have at least four full fit and yeah. chomping. Absolutely, you know, yeah. Centre backs are ready to you at all times.
0: Definitely, definitely, yeah. Um, well, uh, we've got Newcastle, we've got a sort of slightly resurgent Newcastle coming up, yeah. um, which, you know, you wouldn't have been super worried about Though They have been a bit of a bogey team for us the last few years. Um, obviously not in our fixture this season, which we went to Jim, but, uh, they're a different proposition yeah. now. Um, you know, it's not necessarily, I mean, obviously Trippier is a, a big sort of addition to them, but, uh, Things I mean, are out I th- now, isn't it? Yeah,
2: apparently, yeah. Yeah, injury, he's broken something, broken an ankle or something. Has he really? Yeah. He'll be out against us.
0: I mean, it has to be said, they, they, um, you know, when they um, sort of humiliated Pablo Zabaleta a few seasons ago, uh, they... They looked to be sort of a good outfit in many ways, but just sort of very fractured. Didn't seem to have any cohesion to them because Joe Linton is all right. And the kind of South American striker, his name, I can never remember. And um, obviously Sam Maximum, are decent Shelvy's good. Fraser was a good addition. They've got good players, but they just seem to be um, quite disjointed under under... <laughs> Uh, Bruce and perhaps they are a little bit of a sort of um, De- They're yeah.
1: defensively suspect. I mean, they, are, they are, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I. I mean, I. Um, I've been more worried about this game than than uh than the you know the what from the Leicester game for you know um, since that, that window closed without signing anyone. Uh, I, I, I've got. I think this has got a, a bit of a big wheel wobble potential. This game. Mm. Um, I, I'm a little bit worried about Saint Maximin, who's in a good, good spell of form, yeah. um, up against. Uh, I would play Fredericks, Phil, um, because yeah. we need pace. You've got you've got to try and match him for pace, um, and uh, the thought of him coming up against um, Soufell and or um, Cresswell because he tends to chop, chops, swap sides around a bit, doesn't he? Um, it's a bit yeah. of a worry, really, because you know we, we, we lack pace in the, in those departments. And and uh, you know, Soufar was all over was, Barnes made him look bloody ordinary on, on Sunday, I have to say. Um, and it's unusual for Moyes to hook someone as early as that, I think. Because yeah. we were we were just going to, you know, he was miles away from him. So it's a worry for me. I would have Fredericks. I, I think we've got to have as, get as much pace into the team as we can, and we've got we've got to try and um, you know um sit tight i I think that the one thing about them is that I think they 'll try and play football you know they 'll try and they 'll try and be progressive under how you know i don 't think they 'll come and park the bus, and I think that might play into our hands a little bit, um, but I worry about it actually i 've got a bad feeling yeah. About it.
0: I mean, they have a slight, I mean, they're, they're, when they beat us, I think it was 3 nil, wasn't it, when Zabaleta was sort of humiliated. It was almost a kind of, it, because it was balls over the top for them to run onto, they, in a way, were kind of parking <coughs> a little bit. They were sort of sitting deep and letting us play yeah, in front of them.
1: but that was a Pellegrini team that played a high line, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so we were sort of, yeah, hoist a bit by our own petard, but... um yeah, no, it is. It is a worrying fixer and they are their tails are a bit up now after uh, the new owners came in, and nothing changed under Bruce, and they just lost <laughs> week after week after week. Yeah. Things are actually starting to turn a bit of a corner for them, and I think they, you know, their tails really are, really are going up now. You know, yeah. we've always struggled a
2: little bit against any of teams too. You know, um, you kind of think, oh, they've they just had the luck of the green over us this time, but it was always the bloody same with Bournemouth. And of course it was always, you know, yeah. one particular man scoring the goals, but um, you know, they, they just always seem to know how to play against us. To nullify nullifier. Yes. Um, and that's, that's what worries me. Um, you know, looking at the last three results in the league, they've, they've won them. They've, they've pretty much ground them out as well. I know the, the three, one win over Everton was a big number, but yeah. um, that was still quite a stoic performance by all accounts. So I am, I, I'm worried, especially as we're not in the best of forms at the moment, shall we say. I want us to go and really pick up our form uh, against, the, uh, against Newcastle and, and, and give them a good go, M- knock the ball around a lot more. We just need to impose ourselves a bit on them and just just keep those you know, that, that quick front three that they have quiet, that's all.
1: Yes, we do. Time for Antonio to step up. You know, he's... Yeah. He's really been anonymous for for, for a little while now, um,
0: and and you know one of those kind of attacking midfielders to, that isn't Bowen. I think Bowen is doing Bowen. sterling work game after game after game. But um, you know it's it was sort of interesting that that um, Ben Rama came, came on and made a difference because it was precisely the opposite against Watford where yeah. he was very poor. You know the simplest pass was just banging into the legs of. An opposition player, uh, let alone a kind of flashy attempt to bend it round one. I mean, he literally couldn't seem to pass it two yards. Nothing was coming off for him. Uh, And Lanzini made a big difference, quite the opposite against Leicester. And I mean, that's the great thing about having a squad and rotating amongst your attacking midfielders and, you know, but it's difficult if you don't know which one's going to turn up and you sort of make that, you know, I guess making that change after 60 minutes is sort of acceptable or, or perhaps at half time. But um, it makes your team selection a little difficult when you just yeah. don't know which version yeah. of which player is going to turn up. No,
1: it is a collective thing. And I think it's worth saying that, you know, since the, you know, those two games since Skidderminster, you'd have to argue Rice has been a bit below par as well. Um, yeah. He didn't have a great game against Watford and I didn't have his best game against um, against Leicester either. So, um, you know, there is a sort of just a sort of slight collective, it must be, you know, uh, however bullish they are. and We talk about the team spirit and all those pictures of them larking about the, the training ground. There must be a beginnings of a kind of collective sort of sense that, well, we're not functioning as a team as effectively as we were six months ago. Uh, and and it's probably quite difficult for them to put their finger on exactly why it is, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, ho- yeah. I mean, hopefully, the first half of Leicester was was an indication that perhaps they are going to get it together, and have a you know a second win would be would be really nice. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I guess we uh, I guess we're on to predictions then.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jim sounds very dubious about
0: that.
1: I think we're going to lose this game, and I think we might lose it quite badly. One three.
0: Ooh, interesting, Phil. Um,
2: oh, I'm a hopeful hammer. I'm going to go one 0 to us Ham.
0: Good, yeah. Um,
2: don't know what yes. they've done over the years to make me bloody hopeful, mind. <laughs>
0: I'm very tempted <laughs> to say another two-all, like Leicester. Uh, and in fact, I might say that. Two-all. Okay, Yeah, two-all. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be hard, though, isn't it? It's going to be a hard game.
1: Uh, when is so it? Is it, a, is it Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. 12.30. Saturday. But 12.30 Saturday. 12.30. Is that, so is it on telly?
0: I don't know. I suppose uh, it must be. Okay. But those those are either late or early games usually are, aren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why, why, would that, why else would it be? Uh, well, checking? that might right. be it for this podcast. Any further thoughts, gents? Not from me, no. No, I think we've covered it. No, I think... No, I, I just um, hope...
2: I, was yeah. just gonna say, I just hope Graham Soonis and The son have uh, emitted enough bile now about Kurt Zuma that they'll move on to yeah. someone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that,
1: that was actually... Yeah, that, that I thought the Soonis comment was particularly arseholy.
0: What did actually,
1: he say? Because, well, he said, um, I, along, I'm paraphrasing, I don't know exactly, I can't quote it exactly, but he said something about um, uh, he shouldn't be playing, blah, 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 but he was also saying, if I were a player in the dressing room, I wouldn't want to be in a team, I wouldn't want him in my team, I wouldn't want to play with him. And I'm thinking, I, that's, that's just tosh, isn't it? If you, if you were in in a dressing room with him, you would know him, you would have got, you would have built a relationship with yeah. him you wouldn't that's not necessarily how you'd feel Graham you know I bet you've defended people in in you know in dressing rooms that you've been part of for one reason or another, obviously not necessarily for animal cruelty but one reason or another you know and you've stuck by them even when you felt that they were possibly a bit in the wrong so i, I you know I just think all as you say, the pylon has been has been you know uh, irritating, i think but It was predictable, and we could have at least undermined it by not picking him on Tuesday.
0: Who did we have on the podcast who said that when they he and Sunes both played in Italy and they were quite pally with each other? But if England were playing Scotland, he wouldn't even sort of look in his eye when they met at the airport. Oh,
1: right, okay, Who was, was that?
0: Cotty, maybe? No, Cotty never played in Italy, you <clears> think. <throat> I anyway, mean, it wasn't McIverney, was it? kind of be, well, McIverney would have played for Scotland. That's, I'm sure it's someone we had on the podcast. Uh, maybe. Alvin, Alvin. Maybe Alvin, did he play Might in Italy? No, he didn't play in Italy. And maybe yeah. it was, maybe it was like sort of holidaying in Italy or something. Maybe that's uh, what it was. Yeah. Maybe they had a villa there or wow. something. It's definitely uh, someone we had on the podcast. But you sort of thought, well, that's a bit silly, Graham. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's yeah. just a fucking game, mate. <laughs> it's like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. you're my enemy for, you know, the week that we're playing you at football. I'm not going to talk to you. And I think it might have been Alvin and it might have not have been, yeah, it might have just been sort of at the airport because they had a villa or something like that. Anyway, um, yes, it's been a terrible sort of pile on and uh, hopefully that will sort of evaporate after a while. But um, yeah, um, yeah. And then sort of what to do about Kurt uh, becomes another issue.
1: I mean, yeah. I wonder whether
0: he should play against Newcastle.
1: Um, I, I play, personally, I, I wouldn't have played him in, until whatever's going to come out of this RSBCA slash police you yeah. know, until it's clear where that where that stands, you know, and what what punishment he's going to face. You know, he he might, you know, he could. It, it's he's broken the law, isn't he? So he could be in quite serious trouble. So um, you well, know, I mean, and and we, you know, I think we have to. You know, clubs have to. Yeah, sort of have have a bit of a kind of, of moral compass about these things, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as we've said, I think we would have done if we if Diop hadn't just been so wretched <laughs> against Mister uh, <against laughs> Harriers. Anyway, uh, this has been uh, Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans. With me this week have been Jim Grant, Cheerio, and Phil Pitt. Farewell. Come on, you Irons. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy
2: discovered Jumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs>